Welcome to the Perimenopause Power Podcast. We are Lisa and Natalie, two certified holistic health coaches passionate about helping women embrace their physiology to elevate their highest potential for confidence, health and energy. Perimenopause will be unique to you and each episode gives you the power in knowing that you can define your own journey. Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Perimenopause Power. We are going to do something a little bit different this week. This past week, we had the absolute pleasure of facilitating our signature workshop, The Female Advantage, through our community group, Women Thriving Together. And we thought as by way of introduction to you and your cycles, we wanted to take some of the key parts of that workshop and bring it to you in a podcast We are both extremely passionate about educating women around connecting with their bodies and knowing more about their bodies so that they can better support their health, their well-being, their life goals, their career, their relationships, whatever it is that women want to have in their life. And this workshop affords us the opportunity to better understand the way our physiology works and how we can come into our bodies and really use them towards our advantage. We hope that you enjoy these few snippets from the workshop And we hope that they instill some curiosity to you about your body and what you can potentially do with your body in understanding your cycles, but also using this information to help support you as you transition through perimenopause and menopause. And of course, we would absolutely invite you to pay it forward with this episode and educate the women who may be of similar age, who may be younger than you and who may be needing some greater support around their body. Uh, This is such a powerful episode and such powerful learning, and we really want to spread this net far and wide because we do feel that we have been at an injustice when it comes to our cycles and our phases, and we hope that through every episode and through every conversation that we continue to have, that we can start to break down those walls and open up this learning and this knowledge so that together women, men, everybody can harness the power of our wonderful, wonderful bodies. Enjoy. So just to begin with, and something that we are very big on this idea around is, you know, what is your story when it comes to your menstrual cycles, when it comes to your body, when it comes to your perceptions around your body and also your monthly cycles? Because we've absolutely come to appreciate that we all have one. We all have certain perceptions and ideas, um, fears and shames around our cycles, our bodies. And when you, and if you ever read the book about bloody time, they highlight just how impactful and um, thought-provoking a lot of our, our fears and our judgments and our perceptions around our body and our cycles are and how they've really translated across our entire body, uh, sorry, our entire lifetime um, and really come down from generation after generation. Isn't that right, Lise? It is. It's that patriarchy. It's the stories before us. It's the history that have us where we are today um, around not really acknowledging the power within um, through our cycle and where that leads us into later life. 
Mm, definitely. And it's really important to acknowledge too, what is our story? What has been our thoughts and our perceptions around um, our cycles, around our body, around our health? Uh, because only then can we recognize where we are, can we start to look at, okay, this is where I want to be. Um, so we will always encourage and invite people to think about what led you to this moment, you know, and, and what's your story. So my story or something that I guess I want to share is that when I really connected to my menstrual cycles, it really was a true wake-up call um, and allowed me to make space to connect with myself better. I, when I had my daughter and that time was such a pivotal moment in my life, it, it came at the hands of so much stress, loss of balance, loss of who I was, um, and a lot of pressure to juggle everything. I know that my overall um, health and well-being suffered. I think on the surface, I looked like I had it all together, but absolutely within, I was just not knowing who I was anymore and really just fighting that that juggle and that struggle. And what, when I connected with my cycles and learnt more about my cycles and came back into my body, I really appreciated that us women do have an innate power within us and we can actually cultivate that sense of power and energy and motivation, even in the midst of our struggles and our challenges and our change. And again, when we reflect on, you know, the couple of years that have gone past, there's still, we still have had struggle. We've still had stresses around us, but we can actually change the way that we respond to those and our body. And we often say, Lise, that it, it serves as a bit of a report card. Mm. It, our cycles serve as information to us that we can come into, into our power and come into our greatest energy. Yeah, so true. And just building on that innate, innate power that you spoke about, Nat, um, it all culminates in, you know, at some point we've got to really, as women, we need to understand that genius that we bring to the world. And, you know, when we understand what's going on inside of our bodies and the calm that can come from that in actually understanding all the pieces, you know, all the bits and bobs that, oh, I'm feeling this way and I, I'm, I'm not, I don't have as much energy today, whatever it looks like, all the pieces start coming together. And I think there's a real power in understanding how our body functions and what that looks like. It sure does. And we often, you know, face plant us or bang our head against the wall because we just haven't been given this knowledge. We haven't been given this awareness. And and we've spoken too to, to many women who have come into this information later on in life and perhaps they're right in the midst of perimenopause or even they've gone through menopause already and they look back and reflect and say, my goodness, you know, I feel betrayed. I feel angry that I didn't have this information. So, yeah, it's really important, you know, when, as I've alluded to, when women understand their bodies and the symptoms and the ways to manage them to get back to living life and getting on with it, it's really powerful. But the problem is there's a lot of conflicting advice out there. And part of what we're doing here today is to give you the chance to do something about it to understand how your, you know, your female body and mind works. And that in a sense is the female advantage. So the female advantage is all about unlocking your potential and consciously connecting you with your most vibrant and energized self. Everything in your life, your body and the world around you functions in a cyclical matter from the seasons to the moon, to your menstrual cycle, to your hormones, hormones, 
and so much more. Now, each day is going to be different for, for you as you live your own biological cycle, different to the next, you know, the woman that's standing next to you. You won't wake up feeling exactly the same every morning um, or with the same energy or thought processes. And so this is, it's actually a huge misunderstanding that we place on our bodies and our minds that we should be waking up the same every day. Have you ever wondered why you could do a really great power walk or a fantastic jog one day, but completely fall in a heap, you know, the next? It's all got to do with your cyclical nature. Have you ever wondered, um, you know, found yourself in the most insanely creative phase at work one week, but you can't simply get back to that, you know, that way of thinking or that creativity the next week? That's got to do with your cyclical nature. Our bodies, as I said, work on a cyclical nature and when we understand how that works there's a real profound um, thing that can happen but unfortunately our education and our background as we alluded to our upbringing they paint it out like this you know that education that women and girls receive isn't really where it needs to be and we've already hinted about that and Nat mentioned the book about bloody time which was published in 2019 by uh, Karen Pickering and Jane Bennett, and they were commissioned with the task of reaching out to three and a half thousand women and girls about their experience of menstruation and menopause in consult, um, you know, in collaboration with the Victorian Women's Trust. It's a great way, a, a really great read. And here's something that I pulled from it. Those that were interviewed in the ages 12 to 46 plus, 60.8% um, of respondents that are reflected coming from Australia and New Zealand, the research showed that seven in 10 girls aged 12 to 18 had negative feelings about their period with four out of 10 disliking everything about their periods and three out of 10 seeing their periods as good and bad but mostly bad and across that whole age group of women surveyed 40 percent expressed predominantly negative sentiments with only one in four feeling predominantly positive and with a little over one in 10 actually liking everything about it. What's also interesting with these age groups is where, the, uh, where they got or received their information about menstruation from. So 77% from their mother, 56% uh, from their school, 38% from friends, and 22% from books. And I hasten to add there, I wonder how accurate the information was that they received from each of those resources. And I can tell you that if you spoke to your mum about it, they probably have no idea about what we're about to discuss today. And yet it's been practiced um, for many, many years. When, we, when those groups um, were asked about their views on making menstruation a better experience, generally all age groups um, said um, there were close to six in 10 that nominated time to rest. They would, would like more time to rest. 30% of the women wanted to be able to talk more openly about periods. And I assume that will also translate into perimenopause and beyond. And more than a third wanted to no longer make excuses when they felt unwell while menstruating. And nearly one in four would like to be able to ask for what they needed from a partner or employer. Really simple stuff. That should just, it just should just happen, but it's not. So, you know, this tells us that there's a real disconnect with the full facts around a woman's biological makeup that extends to that physical, spiritual, mental, 
emotional pillars and how this relates to the whole self. And this disconnect sees many women talking down their womanhood instead of talking it up. So the female advantage is all about teaching you the whole health knowledge around your menstrual cycle and beyond. When you understand that, that right there is whole female health. And those goals of, you know, that you have of living healthier, um, getting the promotion that you might be working on or getting, you know, a particular job if you're working in your own business um, that you've been working towards working in a successful corporate job or role that you love so much, starting your own business, being more present for yourself and your family, and also making time to honor your health through your cycle. There's so much more achievable. The female advantage is all about realigning your mind and your body and understanding your hormones so that you can make choices that will respond to the message that your body is sending to you. And of course, we know that being a woman is a gift it's a privilege and it's a right. Again, we, we've facilitated this workshop many times, but every time you talk and in particular when you present this work, I often think about and I just get so frustrated around my own experience as well that I was just hated everything about my cycle. I just mm. had no connection. I had no love towards it whatsoever. It was just purely a burden. And for me as a mum to an eight-year-old, I really want to um, ensure that she understands it as well and understands the power of it. And I can reflect, I was 10 years old when I got my period in between grade five and grade six. And I think that was really part of my my journey around my menstrual cycles because I was so young and I remember thinking, I'm not ready to be a woman. I don't want to be a woman. I'm freaking 10 years old or, you know, 11 years old as I was getting older. And why am I the only one amongst my friends that have got this? It's not fair. And I just, you know, I just think, geez, my experience could have been so much better, but, you know, we learn and we grow through through the, the challenges or our, our perceptions that we've had. Yeah. Great feedback, Nat. And do you know, I can't remember. I, re- I think I was in my early teens when I got my um, period. But I do remember, I do, you know, I often used to really rest but had no idea that was my, what we call our winter. And I did used to slow down without even realising it. But a, a lot of, I'm always go, go, go and have been, you know, through the years. So it's it's just really, it's just really amazing as we we're about to see how we can actually change our energy levels through it and and not fight it because i i do i do find that we're probably on all the time and i think the power with understanding your cycle as you lead into perimenopause and, and menopause also is around honoring those different phases still and we can talk about how that looks um as you move into you know your perimenopause and menopause years so let's talk about what is your cycle well women are blessed i'm going to say that again blessed with a specific biology through a cycle that makes them who they are. And this is their menstrual cycle. And it's it's so much more than just menstruating, I will add as well. It's what you see here in this seasonal cycle slide. The cycle is split into four phases, which we liken to the seasons of the year. There's a general view here of a 28 day cycle. And if you start tracking your cycle, over time, you will begin to work out what that, you know, that day cycle looks like for you because it's not 28 days for everyone. It can differ. Um, so it's really important to note that 
it does differ for every woman. And, you know, especially younger women, don't go comparing yourself to others. You don't need to. You are unique. You are you. And just go with what it is that your body uh, walks, you know, walks you through with each month. So, um, you know, 15 to 45 years is uh, generally our menstrual reproductive years where we have, you know, we see the onset of menstruation and, on, you know, and until we get to menopause. And so menopause, you know, that 40 to 55 years is that perimenopause, menopause element. So, you know, that traditional phase um, of perimenopause is the lead up to menopause. And it typically starts anywhere from our mid 40s even earlier, it can be in our mid 30s, you know, that we're seeing through to our early mid 50s. And then menopause is that end of reproductive years where we've had no period for 12 consecutive months, as I alluded to previously, you know, and the average age for that is 50 to 52. Again, it differs, everyone's different. And we'll talk about the symptoms that we can talk, you know, that we see with that um, shortly. And then 50 plus years post-menopause, you know, after menopause, and this is the remainder of a woman's life. And the symptoms can continue when we see osteoporosis and heart disease being an issue here but the phases that we talked about understanding our body whether we're menstruating or not and how it's feeling can be really powerful through this women's health um, and life cycle and if we go to the next slide i love that we, this is depicted here through this graphic because i do love an image and you know we have this these hormone levels through the lifespan and this is essentially how our bodies function on our hormones, which is such a big, huge impact and influencer of our life as we go through from childhood to menopause. So, you know, perimenopause signals its arrival and length with that sequence of hormonal events and changes that resemble what we would call a second puberty. And we've got these two particular hormones that get us there called estrogen and progesterone. And you can see that they've got these ebbs and flows through, through life. We see that it's low in childhood. It then it's then high and fluctuates during the teen years, especially when compared to progesterone, which is low until that regular cycles becomes established. And you know, a lot of young women will find that they can have heavier periods whilst that um, build up progesterone is coming on um, and establishing itself uh, as well. There are so many women that don't know that. Um, as well. So this high estrogen and low progesterone, you know, that occurs in puberty, so first puberty, and then with the second puberty in perimenopause and menopause. And that progesterone is slowly gained in first puberty, but we slowly lose it in, in second puberty. And this is why we can see the erraticness of our cycle changing once we hit perimenopause. You know, what was, you know, using a 28-day cycle as, a, as an example, if you've been a regular 28-day cycle person, and then that changes to 26, 25, 29, 30, that's perimenopause coming on. And that's the change in those hormones that starts happening. Uh, you know, we lose that estrogen and we also, um, we, we certainly lose progesterone before we lose that estrogen as well. And it's a real unraveling hormone balance. And it's why many women feel like their experience of physical and emotional roller coasters, they shift and change in perimenopause. Um, and many women say that they don't recognize themselves, which is really sad and that they've lost control of their body. But you haven't lost control because if we're able to understand our body and what's happening through those phases and we can actually see that those changes are subtly occurring, um, that's the power that we have um, definitely ahead of us and within us. 
So what do we do with this knowledge? Why are we here sharing this knowledge with you and why do we want to get this knowledge out? Well, there's an opportunity to really embrace your true health and well-being. And I can tell you that when Lisa and I first came together under Own Your Health because we had our own respective businesses, we took time to reflect on what is it that we want to achieve and we have a real um, drive to create change within the workplaces And we were just reflected on the work we'd been doing in the years prior. And we always came back to women's health. And we just acknowledged that there's this gap. When we talk about health and well-being, particularly in the workplace, um, we talk about mental health, we talk about stress, we talk about um, anything to do with health, we completely neglect to talk about women's bodies and our cycles and as we've both alluded to, it's our hormones are our report card. And um, we've heard from a well-known um, menopause doctor here that she talks about our hormones um, are our whole health, right? Hormones equal health. So we can embrace our true health and well-being. We can use our womanhood to our advantage. And I've been hearing a lot and been talking a lot around feminine versus masculine energy. And this isn't about women coming into just their feminine energy and being feminine. This is about coming into our bodies and recognizing what is it that I can use and harness from my body to support what I need, whether that's whether that's being in my masculine energy or whether that's being in my feminine energy. So I feel like sometimes as a society, we can get um, scared by talking about our womanhood or talking about femininity. There's this, um, yeah, there's this sort of fear factor I feel that comes up, but the advantage is there for us. We can tap into our inner stress management system and 100% we have got an internal um, reporting stress management system within us that we can acknowledge what's triggering stress uh, responses within us and how can I use that now to support me. Um, And then something that I'm really passionate about is coming home to yourself, coming home to the true essence of who you are and who it is that you want to be and using that and um, and using it unapologetically. So coming into your vulnerability, coming into your power and, and knowing how you can absolutely support yourself. Because I think, you know, we all want to live a long life. And I think not to go off on a tangent, but I think we forget about um, that, that mortality that will come one day. And for me, and I know you least too, we want to live a long, vibrant life as long as we possibly can. And uh, this affords us the best opportunity, particularly as we start to age as well. And we love finishing our uh, Female Advantage webinar with this because it just makes you think just how profound our cycles are. So it's about literally going back to your roots, going back to the very basic simplicities of our body and I know they might not sound basic but they are what makes us us and you know how great is it um maybe the men in our life might not think so but how great is it that you know we are almost you know experiencing four women in one 12 12 months a year every year 
and we get to re reinvent, rebirth, re reconnect with ourselves through each of those phases. And we often talk about, think of yourself as at least four women in one across every cycle. And, you know, really what we want you to take away is that if we don't understand who we are and how we work, then how are we supposed to cultivate the love for ourselves and the love for the relationships around us as well? And, um, and I know I say it in jest around, you know, the people in our life, they probably think they've got one crazy woman <laughs> and they might have four in one, but it, it really, again, it's opening up those relationships and opening up those communications and um, not just us embracing the phases, but everyone around us too. And, and I think that um, whilst you say that in JessNet, I think it's really nice to know that if I'm having a bit of an outburst or a mood outburst, it's better to know, I suppose, why it's happening rather than you know, where did that come from um, as an example? And or you can maybe be, you can maybe catch yourself as it's happening. It's like, hang on a sec. I've just I know this. I, you know what? That's not the way I want to react. I know that where I am or, you know, the kind of week that I have or where, how I'm feeling that be, could, could be contributing to how I feel like I'm going to react. And perhaps it can make you just stop and think and breathe. Thanks again for sharing your time with us, learning how you can be your best energetic self no matter what life stage you are going through. Be sure to contact us if any of this content resonates with you. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. See you next time.